Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim, fill that out and that's it. You know, I always like to start with something interesting. And if you use Uber, there's now a way for you to see your rating, of course. It's all under account information. But if you're using Uber Eats, you can now see what the delivery person knows about you. I mean, I often thought about that. What makes the delivery person pick your order over somebody else's? I'm sure it has to do if you gave some good ratings, maybe you said thank you, you were at the door when the delivery person was actually there. And now the feature is rolling out to the app and it will be under orders. There's gonna be a new option that says, view the order as a delivery person. Now this is a true story. A friend of mine broke up with his girlfriend. She was going out with somebody else at the same time. She was cheating, but I really thought that they were going to get married. But anyway, he told me that he ordered her a steak dinner and then he had Uber Eats deliver it. And I said, why would you do that? He said, well, revenge is a dish best served cold. (laughs) Isn't that funny? Hey, listen, it's the Kim Commando Show. It's the largest show about all things digital. It's your most trusted source. And you're about to get more tech smarts because every single thing, that's right, is now a tech thing. And if you're a brand new listener, welcome. We're so glad that you're here. And if you're already a listener, welcome back. And you can find the Kim Commando Show on over 425 top stations across the United States. We're streaming in your favorite radio app. Just search for my last name, Commando, of course. And we're streaming as a podcast, as a webcast, 24-7, commercial-free over at getkim.com. You get 30 days free trial to check it all out. And after that, it's just a few bucks a month. And you can also find us on the American Forces Network radio that serves more than 375,000 American servicemen and women in 175 different countries and 200 ships at sea get the Kim Commando Show. And I'm sure you have at least a few questions about something digital I can lend a hand to. And our T-Mobile unlimited listener line is now open. At one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And if you're just too shy to come on a big-time national radio show and podcast, well, we got you covered. Head over to commando.com, and in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says Email Kim, and I read every single note that you guys and gals send me there. All right, let's get started with the news. And let me tell you, every week, every day, rather, I go to about 30 different websites, and I want to put together in this portion of the show five news stories that are happening in the tech industry that you need to know about. And we're going to start by talking about the advantages of electric versus gas-powered cars. I mean, why are electric cars better? Well, number one, okay, they're better for the environment. They make less noise than gas cars, except when they go in reverse and they get like that weird Jetson sound. Anyway, they can accelerate faster than gas-powered cars because they have instant torque. Uh, they also require less maintenance because they have fewer moving parts. And let's say the also the government is giving us some tax incentives to buy electric vehicles. Uh, and they're cheaper to operate than gas-powered cars. Wait, what was that last statement? Come on back, bucko, because a recent report from the Anderson Economic Group, they said that fueling costs from gas-powered cars are actually lower than similarly priced electric vehicles. Because fuel at the pump, you're paying about, get this, for 100 miles with gas, say $11.29, that's what they found. Uh, EV drivers are at home when they're charging up are about $11.60 per 100 miles. And if you're using those really expensive recharging stations along the highways and in the shopping malls, 
for an EV, you're at $14.40 per 100 miles. So let's just go back. It's going to be $11.60 at home with the EV, $14.40 if you're at the fast chargers. And then if you're at the house with gas, you're $11.29. So what the heck is going on? Ha, ah, come on, you're so smart. The cost for electricity has doubled in the last 10 years. So buying an electric car isn't the no-brainer that it used to be. But I will tell you from experience that when my electric bill, when I looked at it after I had the Tesla, it went up. It went up about 12% charging at home. So it's something to think about. Okay, you didn't have to buy gas, but your electric bill still goes up. All right, number two on our list, buddy, can you spare a dollar? Layoffs are everywhere. Big names like Microsoft, Amazon, Meta, they're letting tens of thousands of people go. So why all the tech layoffs? Of course, you can blame the obvious recessions, inflation, skyrocketing interest rates. But it's not just that. There's a tech analyst, a guy by the name of Gene Munster. He was over on CNBC this past week. And he says it just comes down to this. The headcount's too high at companies like Carvana and Lyft and Twitter and Netflix. And they all increased their revenues during the pandemic, but then now things are kind of leveling off, so they got to let a whole bunch of people go. So what is the one company, what's the name of the one company that is not having any layoffs? Anybody? Can you think of it? Yes, it starts with an A, not Amazon. So you know what it is. It must be Apple. That's right. And why not Apple? It's not just because of all the iPhones, is that they just don't hire a lot of people. Oh, and this was in the news this morning. Google is laying off 12,000 people. 12,000 people, including 31 massage therapists. Hmm? Didn't know they had those employed there over at Google. I tell you, if this radio gig doesn't work out, I know where I'm going. But anyway, speaking of the massage therapists, uh, I guess they're going to have to massage each other in the unemployment line. Uh, number three on our list, this is a really sad story. It's another Facebook screw-up, okay? Let's say you're in a private group on Facebook and there is a murderer in this private group. Now, the authorities know about it. The social media site knows about it, but you don't know about it. Here's the story. Moderators of a private parents Facebook group in Arkansas, they got a shock. A violent killer was a member. She targeted pregnant mothers in the group saying, oh, you know, if you guys are gals, you need baby clothes, you need cribs, anything for the little ones, you just let me know. Well, her gal's name was Lucy Barrow, and she would work under this guise of just wanting to be so nice and helpful. And she'd write something like, oh, I have extra clothes, let's meet up. The thing is that Lucy Barrow's real name is believed to be Amber Waterman, and she's probably a murderer. Sadly, she found a victim through this online group, a 33-year-old pregnant mother-to-be gal by the name of Ashley Bush. Waterman has been accused of kidnapping, shooting, and doing some really horrible things to this young woman's body. Now, according to Forbes in December, the FBI told Facebook to provide posts from within this group and a bunch of different data about the members. The thing is that Facebook never told the group that Barrow was targeting members of this private group or that they were under investigation. So the bottom line here is this. Just because you're in a private group doesn't mean that it's a safe group. All right, number four on our list is the doctor in. When's the last time you had a question for your real doctor and it wasn't WebMD? I mean, usually you have to call the office, you get a gatekeeper, but let's say you're so smart, you're super smart, and you figure out your physician's email address. 
So you think, hey, I'm just gonna email them all my questions and a few pictures of the rash on my butt to, and ask them what's going on. But wait, not so fast because doctors are now charging for email, up to $100 per email. Makes sense, time is money. So here's the deal, before you go back and forth with your doctor by email, make sure you're not getting charged per email for that. And finally, this coming in at number five, it's gonna cost you, I'm talking about ChatGPT, the most advanced AI yet. If you haven't tried it, you're missing out. It's so amazing. So news out this past week, not gonna be free, gonna be 42 bucks a month for you to use ChatGPT. And I'll tell you, no wonder that Google's freaking out. I don't know if you know this, but you know, here we are, Larry Page and Sergey Brin, they got billions of dollars living on their private islands in their 120 foot yachts. And then now they say, okay, you've got to get back to work. The shareholders need you. So you need to keep your stock price up. So Sergey Brin and Larry Page after four years of retirement are now coming back to Google because of chat GPT. And a lot of people are worried about it. Like, is it gonna take our jobs? I mean, will it destroy humans? How will we know when this artificial intelligence becomes self-aware? The answer, when it starts to think that its bot is too big. All right, coming up, we have clues that someone is reading or getting a copy of your text messages, how to find spy cams with your phone, and why you need to get a new email address right now. And of course, we have all of your phone calls on the Kim Commando Today podcast. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And let's get started with Michael in Norfolk, Virginia. Hello there, Michael. Well, uh, kind of a complicated situation. Um, I told your assistants I have a 14-year-old daughter who has a rather severe social media addiction. And um, we have been putting out fires and messes for months now. Um, you know, she's found various means of getting online, and then when she's online, some of the things she's done have not been very uh, beneficial. So um, it's been like a nonstop uh, never in battle since then. And um, basically, whenever we know that she's gotten her hands on a smartphone, um, we find way we've found ways of uh, tracking it down and so forth. And that was very easy with Android phones because um, <clears throat> the uh, the software, the website, and so forth, you can get in there and find it pretty easily. Um, lately, she's gotten her hands on an iPhone. And we have her uh, Apple ID and password, but uh, her iCloud account does not allow us to use Find My Phone or anything like that. So um, we're trying to find some way of tracking down the phone. Um, we've also talked to Apple, and they have been very unhelpful because she's over 13. They they consider her an adult. And um, so well, this we're, is we're kind tough. of at a, yeah, it's very this tough. A, this uh, is tough. It's a tough situation. It sounds like you're playing like whack-a-mole. Every time you take something away, she finds it again, right? That is a that is a very good analogy. It's not so much that she finds out finds the exact thing we take, but she finds ways to getting her hands on another one. And um, you know, so we've got we've got a collection of about thirteen phones now. Um, and this latest one, like I said, is an iPhone. She's got it stored away somewhere. We looked into various means of trying to find it as far as uh, cell phone signal detectors and uh, hardware detectors and things like that, but nothing's really... Um... See, it just, it seems that if you find one iPhone, there's going to be 
an iPod, there's going to be a tablet, there's going to be somebody's laptop that has been left open, a desktop computer, whatever it may be. If she wants to get online, they, they meaning big tech, they make it a lot easier, it seems like, to get online than to get offline, right? Than to get rid of your account. Right. Uh, right. What you can do is if the phone is still on, um, you can turn on Bluetooth and see if, it, if your iPhone will detect and try to connect to it. But it sounds well, like she's got everything all turned off. Well, if, she, she, she uses it and then she'll turn it off. And uh, we don't have iPhones ourselves. Everything we have is Android. Um, we do have PCs and so forth. But um, she, hers is the only iPhone. And if it was a matter of using something besides an iPhone, we would probably be able to find it pretty easily. But Apple has just gotten things pretty well locked down. And everything that we've looked into as far as trying to locate it is said, okay, we need to use Find My Phone. Well, you know, the Find My software only works for some reason it doesn't work on her iCloud account. You know, we can get into iCloud and it says you don't have access to that feature. So, you know, that that's she may have turned it end. off. She she okay. she may have turned it off. Okay. If if she has the turn if she has Find My turned off and she uses the phone and then turns it off, it's going to be really hard for you to find it with anything other than just a metal detector. I mean, for you to yeah. actually go out and say, where is this? And then, but keep in mind that you may just be scratching your head because she could give it to a friend. You're, she's just going to keep going from one device to the next device. And she found one that's pretty hard for you to get to. And she turned off the Find My Features. She's obviously very smart for her to take these different extents. Okay. So my point being is that is to sit her down at the kitchen table and say, turn over the phone, and you're not leaving this chair until you turn over the phone because you're not 18. When you're 18 and you pay all your bills and you do everything, then you can go off on your own. But while you're in this house, these are the rules. What, what happens we then? Have done that so, we have done that so many times, Kim. I mean, she's, she's been advised by relatives and others, oh, well, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. You're an independent woman, blah, blah, blah. And so she's taken all that to heart. You know, we're, we can't very well give her the third degree. You know, it's, there, there are limits on what we can do. But we've, we've done exactly that on multiple occasions. And she's very obstinate about that and so forth. Um, Again, you know, we've confiscated probably 13 phones, and this now she's got one that sorry. we can't. Yeah. yeah, I know. I mean, I feel. I mean, I feel sorry for you, really, because Michael. I mean, this has just got to tear you apart. I mean, and it takes yep. your time, emotions, energy, money. Uh, I mean, how is she even buying all these devices? That's a whole nother story. Um, but regardless, the, the pro, one of the problems, it wouldn't be so bad, except that she's some of the things she's gotten into while she's been online. And, um, you know, that that's kind of a whole nother ball of wax. But, um, you know, we're just trying to kind of nip it in the bud. And, and we've been just so until now, we've been successful, except for this particular phone. And it's just an well, Apple phone. it's. Yeah, and you know, like I said, if the if she has find my find my device, if she has that turned off, there isn't a lot of op there aren't a lot of options that you have right here, uh, in order for you to find the phone or to try to use a metal detector somewhere in her house. But 
you know, she's smarter than that. She's blown through 13 devices. She's learned everything. Each, each time that she went to a new device, she learned something new. And I would enlist the help of the counselor and tell the counselor, this is what's going on. I take her down right now to the counselor's office and say, this is our problem. Help us solve this family issue because it's not just going to be an iPhone. Maybe next time it's, an, it's, a, it's another tablet, it's another laptop or whatever it may be that she can get online. I mean, she can get online on an Xbox. I mean, it's that, that we have to go to the, the problem. And the problem is, is that your little girl has a real issue and we need to nip that in the bud before she gets to be 18 and then she's out of your house and then you have no authority. As she says, an independent woman, people aren't telling her. She's not an independent woman. She's a 13-year-old little girl. Okay? I wasn't an independent woman until I was paying my own bills and I think I was 19 when I started doing that. So I'm really, really stressing that rather than looking for a technical solution, I think we have to go back to basics. And I know you said that you've done that before, but I think we need, uh, I think you need that counselor involved uh, because there's real no technical quick fix here to find an iPhone that's turned off. I wish there were, Michael. I'd be the first one to tell you about it. And thank you for your call. You know, studies have shown that excessive use of social media can lead to symptoms of, say, other addictions like withdrawal, tolerance, and negative impact on your mental and physical well-being. So always keep that in mind. Hey, if you got a car and sitting in the driveway, you know, you could be making some money with it. There are sites like Toro, and I use Toro. The car was delivered to my hotel. It was clean inside and out. It was cheaper than those big names. There's also Get Around, and also Uber drivers also need some decent cars. So if you have a car, you're not using it, take a look at maybe you could rent it for the day and maybe make a couple hundred bucks or maybe even more. If you need more information, we have links over at commando.com. Hey, stay right where you are. We have clues that somebody's getting your text messages. And coming up, we have more of your phone calls and more tips you can't afford to miss on the Kim Commando Today podcast. All right, before we go back to all of your phone calls and some more great tips, let me tell you why you need a new email address right now. Now, when you buy something from Amazon, you get a few emails regarding your order, like when it was shipped, when it was delivered. Well, that's changing right now because Amazon, for the first time, is allowing sellers to email you directly. So on Amazon, sellers can only send you a marketing email if you follow the brands on their site. But that stipulation is going away. So if your Amazon account is tied to your primary email address, it's a great idea for you to get a new email address and use that only for your Amazon account. Now, it's so easy to create a new email address using Gmail or Outlook. And once you have that email address, you just sign on to your Amazon account and under login and security, update your address. This way, your personal email is free from Amazon sellers just sending you targeted email after email after email. You're like, oh, make the spam stop. All right, Linda in Denver, Colorado. Hello there, Linda. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Um, I was recently laid off and the company's letting me keep my computer, but they're gonna wipe it clean before I leave. And I want to buy um, a version of Microsoft that includes just the basics, Word, PowerPoint, and Excel, and some sort of security software. Um, I'm a boomer, I'm not very tech savvy. So um, I want to know what you think I should buy. Um, I need to be set up at home to look for a job. I'm also looking for 
a small printer that's low maintenance. I don't have a lot of room. I have a very tiny condo and my kitchen table serves as my table and my desk. So, um, so a lot, you know what? It does all the time. I mean, I have an office, but you're going to find me in the kitchen counter yeah. <laughs> sometimes all, all day. It's just, it's just the way that it is. There was a woman, Linda, who called the show. Oh, this is probably about two years ago. And she had her, she had like three computers and two printers and all this stuff on her dining room table. Oh. She's like, how do I consolidate I all this? So anyway, all right. So, so what, what did you do before you got laid off? Um, I was an office manager for a small engineering company. Okay. So um, did you use Microsoft Office there? We used Microsoft. Uh, we used 365. All right. So, so you got two. You got you have Office or Office 365. One is a one-time purchase versus a subscription. Okay. Office 365 is a subscription. You can pay an annual annual fee, or annual or monthly fee rather, and you get uh, collaboration, OneDrive, Teams, things like that. And it also has some security updates. Now, with if you go ahead and buy Microsoft Office. The version that you can buy, if you don't want to do a subscription, if you actually want to buy it, the the last version you can buy is Microsoft Office 2019, and that includes Word, Excel, PowerPoint. So if you just want the software, you can I'll send you a link. You can buy it on Amazon for about a hundred and forty odd dollars. So it depends upon you if you want to do that. Now, throw a whole another wrench into the picture, okay, Linda? Is that if you didn't want to buy anything, is that you can just use Google Docs. Use Gmail, get a Google account, you have Sheets, Slides, and you don't need to buy Microsoft Office. In my company, we use Google Docs. We don't use Microsoft products. Okay, so if I bought the Microsoft, if I bought the Microsoft Office 2019, do I have to buy separate malware security software? Well, you know, you're going to have that with Windows. Uh, we have a, a sponsor, Total AV. So if you go to protectwithkim.com, it's 19 bucks for the first year. You're going to save 85%. Uh, so you do, you know you do need some some security and some antivirus software, uh, and as far as a printer, it's really hard to beat uh, an Epson EcoTank. Uh, you know I've had one for years. What's nice is that it comes with these big ink tanks. You don't need to actually fill them up, or, or pardon me, you don't have to buy the cartridges. Uh, and full disclosure, they are also a sponsor. Uh, but again, it's a it's a really great it's a really great printer, and I think you you know you'll enjoy using it, and it's very cost-effective. Uh, one of the other things that I just want to throw out there for you, Linda, is that, you, you know, being an office manager, you wore a lot of hats, right? Yes. And, and there are a lot of different things that you're good at. Uh, you might want to look and see if, go to linkedin.com or you can go to ZipRecruiter or uh, indeed.com. And I'm just throwing it out there as just an option for you, is that there are so many companies that are hiring now remote workers, including remote office managers, to do certain tasks that an office manager does because you just do so many things. Maybe you're doing anything from HR to accounting uh, to receivables and ordering supplies and things like that. And you might be really good at getting a virtual at-home job as maybe a virtual assistant or a virtual office manager. Uh, just forewarning that when you see these jobs listed, I just want to make sure no, just you know, be smart about it. Is you don't shouldn't have to pay anybody anything in order for you to get a job or buy your own computer or anything like that. It's just a scam. So if you have any questions about any of these job offers that you might see online that are virtual or remote, 
just give me a call back. I'm happy to go through it and look at it for you because I don't want you to get taken advantage of because so many people are getting scammed out there. Uh, again, so it's Office 19. Hold on the line, 2019. Um, Linda, we're going to send you a link to that over on Amazon so to make sure that you get the right one. And uh, thanks for your call today. Hey, by the way, over at commando.com, we have so many lists of legitimate jobs that you can do online and work remotely. Just search uh, work online over at commando.com. All right. This week, we put together a tip about all the clues that someone is reading or maybe getting a copy of all your text messages. And iPhone owners, your first look is at your family's. That's right. Because Apple iMessage text can get intercepted by someone close to you using a connected device. And there are a couple of ways that this can happen. First, there's message forwarding. Yeah, you don't know it, but your text messages are being forwarded to somebody else. Maybe that's how they know everything's going on. I'm not going to give you the steps on how you can see how it's enabled because it's all on the site because, you know, you're never going to remember it by listening on an audio format, but you have to go to settings and messages and the message for, you know, blah, blah, blah. So just make sure you hit commando.com. Now, you can also use a code to see if your calls and texts are being forwarded. Now, depending on your carrier, this may or may not work, but all you do is dial star pound 21 pound and then you hit the green call button. Once again, that's star pound 21 pound, and then you hit the green call button, and then you can see if your text messages are really being forwarded. Now, what about spyware? Oh my gosh, spyware. That's when somebody can get a copy of every single thing that you do on your phone. I'm talking about every single thing. No matter what it is, they get a copy of it. Now, probably one of the most popular apps is called MSpy, and it says they can monitor texts and calls and social media, as I mentioned, everything. Now, once that's done, your messages and more can be intercepted. Also, someone can sign into your iCloud or Android backups using something called Dr. Phone, and then they can see everything that way. So if you think something is on your phone, you can look for the names of other apps. Aside from MSpy, like there's SpyBubble, CocoSpy, <laughs> CocoSpy, a Spy Era, Umoblix, Hoverwatch, and again, we have the names over at commando.com. So what you want to do is take a look at the apps that are on your phone. And again, we're going to give you the steps to do it. And if your phone is infected with spyware, there are some other signs. Okay, Maybe your battery's heating up or you're getting some extra charges on data. Uh, maybe it's slowing down your connection speed or your phone is suddenly shutting down or constantly losing connection during calls. Those can all be a clear-cut sign that you've got spyware or some other type of malware on your phone. All right, for the exact steps on how to do all of this, as well as the names of the programs, as I mentioned, we have it written all out for you. So this way you can just walk through it step-by-step step over at commando.com. So go to K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. And when you're there, there's a button at the top that says Kim Show. Just click there and you have everything that I just mentioned. All right, still to come, you've checked into your rental and you're sitting there thinking, Ooh, I got a feeling that somebody's watching me. Hmm. So how do you find out if there are hidden spy cams and maybe in a hotel room or in a Verbo or Airbnb or maybe just at work or wherever you are? Well, still to come, we're going to walk you through all that. And again, we have more of your phone calls that you don't want to miss here on the Kim Commando Today podcast. Okay, over on the website, we have a really big contest that is ending in just a few days. So if you have not already entered to win a $500 gift card over at commando.com slash win, 
what are you waiting for? I'm going to be giving you a $500 gift card that you can use on Amazon to buy anything that you want. Now, here's the deal. If you go to commando.com slash win, once you enter in your email address and your name as your entry, you can get additional entries. And this is the really cool part is that, for example, if you follow me on Instagram, you get another entry. If you follow me on Twitter or Facebook, you get two more entries. If you subscribe to a newsletter, you get another entry. You subscribe to a podcast, you even get another entry. See where I'm going with all this. So I want you to make sure that you take the extra steps so that you get these additional entries. And let me tell you, we haven't had that many entries into this contest. So the odds of you winning are pretty great. Just letting you know. We've had a lot more entries than other contests, but January, I guess, is a slow month for contests. Anyway, so go to commando.com slash win. Once again, that's commando.com slash win. All right, back to the phones we go with Mark in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Hello there, Mark. Hi, Kim. I'm a big fan. I get all your newsletters. I love Opt Out Tuesday. It's helped myself and my family very much, so very much appreciated. Um, So, um, Kim, my wife and I were listening to, we have a, big CD collection and we're listening to them over the holidays and she asked me a question and she says, Mark, um, is there a way we could set this up on our phone so we can listen and enjoy our CDs and have maybe different playlists for holiday or jazz music? And, um, you know, my first response was, yeah, I think that's probably possible. And then my second uh, thing I mentioned to her was, let me ask Kim. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so I, this is the perfect question. And, um, you know, phones has changed a lot. Usually they had SD cards and, you know, I could update the SD card. And mm-hmm. I'm really familiar with uh, getting MP3s off the CDs. And, but now they don't have SD cards. So I kind of like, I was Googling and looking around and, um, you know, a lot of the, we have a lot of the streaming services on our phones, even the, even the satellite sure. version. Um, but, you know, we'd like our CDs. And um, so I tried some of the cloud providers for storage, Google Drive, OneDrive, and we have the free accounts. So, um, and Google Drive only lets you download one at a time, uh, which doesn't quite work very well. And um, so yeah. I, I reached out to and uh, say, is there, you know, and even apps to play the MP3s when they're on their phone. Um, you know, I just didn't run into one that was like, because they're all usually streaming. And what do you what do you suggest? You got a couple of ways to do this. And number one, thank you for your kind words. And I'm so glad that I'm part of the husband-wife conversation. <laughs> That's wonderful. Definitely. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, let's go through the different ways. And then this way you can decide which one might be the best for you. Okay. Uh, number one, you can use a music streaming service. You got Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music. You can create playlists and share them with others. Uh, so you can create a playlist, share the link with your wife, vice versa. She can access the same playlist on her phone. Okay. Uh, if you don't want to do that, and by the way, uh, Spotify has a premium version. It costs 10 bucks a month. That allows you to sync and share playlists. And so that's going to cost you a little bit for that. All right. Uh, Second choice is that you're going to use a third-party app that's available in the Google Play Store. Uh, They have names like Tune My Music, Music, it's like M-U-S-C-O-N-V, and Music Sync. And you can uh, sync and share playlists for that. You can transfer playlists pretty easily and quickly from one device to the other. You mentioned the cloud storage. There's Google Drive and Dropbox. And then Mm -hmm. you can... Uh, share the link, and then she can download it. And then there are these file sharing apps um, like okay. Share It and AirDroid that allow you to share files between devices. 
uh, oh, and okay. you can share a playlist and she can import it from the phone. So, but I think if you're, if you're asking me the easiest way to do it is probably to, but you know, you already have these CDs on your, you know, on a drive. Yeah. And you know, that might even be yeah. something that you want to put uh, a NAS drive in your home too, a network attached okay. storage. And okay. so this way you could have all your music there and then these, these uh, apps could be able to, to call out to the NAS and then pull that music from there. So probably you're looking at uh, try Tune My Music okay. or, mu- or Music Sync. And that's S-Y-N-C. I know you know how to spell sync, but just in case, okay? Um, okay. And I think either one of those is probably the, the way to do it. And if not, then you're probably looking at maybe using something like uh, a Spotify premium or something along those lines. Yeah, there's so many apps. And, you know, finding you know, what, what works. And that's where you're really great at spotting those and sharing those ideas. Oh, it's my pleasure, Mark. Now, uh, one last question. Okay. If I took away your most important CD, the one that is the biggest in your collection that you love the most, which CD would that be? Neil Diamond. Sweet. Okay, sing it with me. Ready? <laughs> Sweet Caroline. Okay, now everybody who's listening, Mark, they're going, gosh, I just now I won't be able to get that song out of my head. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Once again, Mark, try to tune my music and music sync. And again, thank you for your call. And let me tell you, I am no store-bought woman. That's right. I went to a Neil Diamond concert once in Vegas. It was so much fun. So great. Do you ever get the feeling that something or someone's watching you? The truth is that spy devices could be anywhere. Now, there are some tricks to detect hidden cams, but here's, I want to tell you a story. I once rented a house outside Salt Lake City, Utah. And I, I had like this creepy feeling that was, something was going on. So I went on the TV and I went to the extra channels, like way like in the 500, 600s. And that's when I found all of these spy cams inside the house. Now, if you're renting a property, there shouldn't be spy cams inside the house. But they say in public areas, they may have them. But in the rental descriptions, I want you to make sure that you always read it very carefully. Because that's where the hosts are supposed to say whether or not there are cameras inside the house. Now, if you do find cameras inside the house, well, you want to, of course, call the police because that should not be the case. And what happened with me is that I guess I didn't notice in like eight pitch font on the bottom of the listing. It was like cameras are located inside the house, too, because I never would have rented this place. But thanks to technology, cameras are so small and they're easy to hide. Now, some of the top spots to check electrical outlets. Yeah, I can have a spy cam inside smoke detectors even television remotes. Yeah, some Roku remotes that are fake, they actually have spy cams built into them. So it's possible to use your phone to spot these cameras. First, you're going to open your phone's camera app and then switch to the front facing mode and turn off the lights, walk around the room. Now, if you see any white flashes, that could be a hidden camera's infrared light. Now, if things don't still feel right, you want to get an RF detector. I like the one on Amazon. It's called the Anti-Spy Detector. It sells for around $40, and it picks up radio frequencies from devices like wireless cams or audio listening devices. And finally, as I mentioned, you know, make sure you call the police if you find any type of hidden surveillance equipment that has not been disclosed to you. And do me a favor, tell three friends about The Kim Commando Show because every single thing is a tech thing. And let me tell you, knowledge is always power.